This episode of Lucas Tigers and Browns is brought to you by PWCC. Head over to pwccmarketplace.com and register. It only takes a few minutes, and it's 100% free. There you'll find weekly auctions with thousands of items, all starting at $10, closing every Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific time. You have to be registered to bid. They have the most transparent buyer's premium feature in the industry and extended bidding like no other auction house. Give it a try. You might find something you love. Rock and roll cage said, as if he's like a 1980s dad. Basically. Rock and roll! Did you guys used to do that? What? Rock and roll? Not really. I mean, episode doesn't matter what you say in the papers. Episode 705, Lucas Tigers and Bronze, the best sports car podcast in the world. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment. And honestly, this has been one of the most engaging weeks in terms of, you know, comments on YouTube, comments on Instagram. Grading always kind of hits a nerve with people. And what I love about the discussion with grading this time around is everyone's kind of voiced their opinions. But I I didn't feel a lot of, like, the backlash if if people agreed or disagreed. I felt like it was a lot of just compelling – evidence on both sides and some one person said you know it's a little ridiculous that to think that cards subbed in 2020 cards that you were like a second tier uh that you might not have wanted to sub otherwise but because everyone was making money on subs no you don't believe you you don't agree you want to finish I mean, that's, the that's the argument that's given that's the argument that's given go ahead well he's just said like in 2019 or 2022, these cards would not have otherwise been subbed. So you kind of he's you, you sub junk and you're going to get junk grades back. That's so 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 the comment needs layering, right? If you're talking about Layer. the kind of card, sure, there were cards being subbed that that would not have been subbed if it wasn't for an eight or ten dollar submission. You know, hoops, pulsar, whatever the heck it is. Sure, you weren't going to sub those. You know, of 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 branded Clark. Yeah, you're not subbing them now for fifty or thirty dollars, but <laughs> an NBA hoops to, are rookie. But that doesn't mean that you subbed all your good-looking Brandon Clark's hoops pulsars, and then oh, you know what? These were the ones I didn't sub the first time around. They're crappier versions of them. They're probably nines, but I'm gonna get a ten, and now I got a seven. So the answer is that's my second tier of cards. If that's what's meant by that, no, absolutely not. You know, so I mean, I get it. But at least my own, and remember, we're only talking from my own, you know, experience. No way, man. I mean, you know, stuff that we put in those subs. First of all, you know, look at our our group subs fall in the same categories, and some of those group subs are people who just got into the hobby, opened the box, and sub- and submitted it. They don't have tiers of cards where they were like, oh, let me submit my junk, you know. So anyway, it is what it is, man. We'll never know. I don't think, you know, we we will never know what the story is. Um. You know, I'm, we're getting more comments like I'm not submitting until there's some sort of clarity or some sort of consistency because I, I, I don't know what I'm going to get back. And those that's the scary stuff, right? Because it's not I'm not submitting because of pricing. It's not I'm not submitting because I don't have options because there's clearly options. It's I'm not submitting because, I, I you know, there's, the, the, there's no continuity. There's no consistency. So I, I, I think it's a 10 this time. It might be an 8. I think it's a 10 next time. It's a 10. I think it's a 10 next time. Maybe it's a 4. So that's part of it. Dude, who's Rod Carew? Dude, Rod Crew. All right, I'll lean in, man. Rod Crew is, is one of those people who had a better career off the field than on the field. And what I judge by that is uh, 
how many lives he impacted. So I don't remember how many episodes ago, but I uh, I talked about how this guy was one of those those athletes that mentored kids, that worked with kids, that had camps where kids could come for free and he would work with them and teach them not just about how to hit a baseball, which he was one of the best hitters of all time, but how to live life. And then he was on the golf course, right? He was golfing and he had a heart attack. And the interesting thing about that was if he was on hole two through 18, he said he would have passed away because no one would have seen him. But he, he had a heart attack on hole one. They took him to the hospital. They put him on life support. And he had a transplant. He had a heart transplant. And one of the kids that he mentored was the person who donated his uh, their heart to him. And he's still alive today. So he's uh, one of those most just insanely inspirational people. And, and just to even add a layer to that story, he was blessed or not blessed. He would say he's blessed. But his daughter got uh, a very rare form of leukemia, cancer. And she passed away at a young age. But he took that that situation, which is like, you know, the worst thing I think a parent could ever have is to bury their kid. And he created a, a, a drive to raise millions and millions and millions of dollars for uh, children's cancer. So, you know, he's one of the greatest hitters of all time, but he's an even more incredible human being post retirement. Yeah. I mean, listen, what's amazing about it is well, you talked about him. You talked about his books. Remember you talked about him, you know, all, all the fun stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that Rod Carew brings to the table. If you want to pull up, uh, the weekly auction, if you have the ability to do that and just type Rod Carew, um, you know, batting average, I mean, amazing career high batting average, 328, you know, top 30-ish of all time, seven batting titles. So you say he had a great off, the that seven batting titles, over 3,000 hits. I think he was 26th all time in, in, in hits. Anyway, Andrew will, will, will get it up there. Um, but if you were to do the power buyer stuff that's there, um, you go to a weekly auction and just type, just type Carew, C-A-R-E-W. Um, it's the number two power buyer card right now by, by price. There is a PSA 9, just a gorgeous PSA 9 Rod Carew rookie. I mean, just a really nice card. It's currently sitting at 12.5. Obviously, it's not, a, it's not an inexpensive card by any, by any stretch, but these are... You know, these are the kind of things that don't come up. I think if I looked at the research on this card, the last time PWCC sold a nine of Carew was back in January of 2020, before the madness, before COVID. So these are the things that, you know, I mean, it's a hard grade, 67 tops, really nice centering, really nice registration, great corners. It's just one of those cards that, you know, ranks up there as just, you know, seldom seen. You don't get them, you know, for auction. Cage right next to it is a seven, just so you know that uh, PSA seven, but it's a PWCCE, and that one's at seven fifty. Which is, I love when this kind of stuff happens because in a market like this, when it already feels like a buyer's market, you have two iconic cards like this ending side by side. It gives you an opportunity to to get in it. You know. Yep. Yep. So I mean, I love the card. I just I saw that one just because I know Andrew is a fan. And we always like to bring you plays of, of people who remained relevant, if not more relevant, after he was as relevant as they came on, um, you know, on the field. Seven batting titles, just give it a break. But you know, then he was in the Hanukkah song, you know, Hall of Famer Rod Carew, um, you know, for for Adam Sandler, and you know, he's written some books. Anyway, so, so you know, the guy Ed Milad was talking about that I'm giving away mm-hmm, five yep. books to our audience, uh, and I am trying to get him on the show. He was um, 
he was mentored and trained by Rod Caruso. Ed Milet played college baseball. And Ed was actually one of Rod's uh, mentees because he used to bat like him. Ed was a, as a lefty. And I think like Rod Crew kind of flattened his bat out a lot, right? It's kind of how he used to bat. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. Yep. Uh, you do. In 1967, well, you're 20 years old. Yeah, I was, so, I, was like, I was like 35. 35. So you remember, he like flattened his bat out. So really, I mean, yeah, just. And, I mean, it was very impressive to watch. It was almost like when I saw Babe Ruth call a shot. It was just insane. <laughs> you, you've literally lived history. I've lived you've the whole history. Life. Talk everlasting. You drank the water. That's it. History has time and moments. Would you live till a thousand if you could? A hundred percent. Why the hell not? If I get to see, I would. I'd I'd live as long as I can. I'd love to see all the cool stuff that happens. Speaking of timeless moments, the original timeless moment is here. We talked about this a little bit last week. You have to love these numbered Kobe autos. There's two of them: the 2007 Upper Deck Chronology Kobe autos out of '99. The gorgeous cards. Take a look at those. Obviously, again, not a cheap play. Um, We'll turn the clock back. You know, 1948 Leaf. One of my one of my messages this week is: Is the 48 Leaf set iconic? I don't know if I go as far as iconic. I know the Jackie Robinson is an iconic card. There's your stuff, but there's a really cool short print. We've talked about the um, the Satchel Page short print card. There is. You're looking at the Kobe's now, which is awesome. There's the Kobe cards he's looking at. 1948 Leaf Hal Newhouser. All right. Now, you would think, oh, Kobe Autos are going to sell for a lot of money. Uh, take a look at Newhauser, N-E-W-H-O-U-S-E-R, Newhauser. Or just type 48 Leaf and go buy most expensive. That's Warren Spahn. Oh, I'm on Power Buyer. Yeah, it probably, probably won't be on, uh, on Power Buyer. But Hal Newhauser, it's a PSA 8. What is happening here? What do you think? $17,000. This is absurd. So here's the thing, right? Pops. Why is his nope. neck burnt and he looks like he's fading <laughs> and his eyes are bulging out of his head? What is happening here, Cage? You're messing with me. What are you doing? This isn't real. People build the set. He has two lips. In the set. <laughs> it's he has dual this eyebrows. A, I mean, this this was early printing, right? And you this know, is all. You print. look at someone <laughs> point pen on his eyes. <laughs> it sort of looks like that. It looks like Pee Wee Herman movie, like. In the night, just like tonight. So, so we always long. laugh. Like, Tell them, hey, look, like this. Our wives, our significant others don't know. Just real quick. Our wives and our significant others don't know what we really spend our money on or how much stuff is, right? Imagine <laughs> your wife catching you bidding on this. Imagine that. Somebody's yeah. bidding on it. It's up to set. It's like twenty thousand dollars with the bias for you. It's gonna get bid. People build these sets, and there's only six PSA eights. And no nines, no tens. You cannot improve upon that piece of art that you're making fun of. Just want to make sure you understand. There are half a dozen in eight. If you are somebody who has a set registry, you're somebody out there who's looking to build a 48 leaf set, these do not come around. The ability to upgrade these SP, the short print cards. It's not just 2022 tops, you know, series two that has short prints in it of Julio Rodriguez. This is Hal Newhouser. It's a very difficult. The great part to find Southpaw had an indifferent year in 1947, but came <laughs> back stronger in 1948 to win 21. Okay, all right, Listen, not bad. Can we throw up a 2020 Dominguez? I am throwing up. Watching. So, this. so I, I, I just want to point this out, right? Because I mean, there are still Dominguez believers out there, right? And while this is not, you know, the the super fractor, first Bowman, you name it, but if you pull up 2020. Bowman Chrome X, Red X Fractor, Jason Dominguez, rookie, PSA 10, one of one. 
He did not start off in the minors as well as he was supposed to. But the guy's like, you know, 11 years old. And, you know, there's not that many opportunities to pick up, you know, these one-of-one type of cards of this guy who's supposed to be generational. We know that... um, How do we know this is a one-of-one? Oh, one-of-one on the front. Okay. It says it, right? It says one-of-one on the front? Yeah, it's on the front right here. So it's not his Bowman first, but obviously he doesn't have a ton of cards. It is a 2020 Bowman Chrome X Red uh, X-Fractor. It's numbered one-of-one. If you're a believer in Dominguez, look at this card. What's it at? Four hundred dollars? A one of one Dominguez? You know, this is a good guy. This is a good guy. I, I, I love. I mean, Cage, do you agree with this? Like when when you see something like like we could use Zion in this example. People are gonna protect the floor. If someone's into a Dominguez for five hundred thousand dollars, mm-hmm. you don't for this card. I don't know what it's gonna end at. I'm curious. You don't now. want it selling for four hundred bucks. You do not want it for selling for four hundred bucks, and if you're able to get in cheap, I mean, you're getting in with other people who have vested interest at a much higher price point. If that makes sense, right? Like, I forget mean, the player, bucks? just like the scenario. When I just said Jason Dominguez, one of one card, did anybody listening or watching think it was going to be a four hundred dollar card? The answer is no. But that's what it's bidding at right now. So take a look. These are the kind of things we try to bring to you. I want to go to Andrew's favorite kind of card right now. Absolute favorite. All right? His favorite. Not Hal Newhauser. That's his second favorite. But his favorite card, Andrew. This is a Josh Allen rookie from 2018. Optic. PSA 10. But guess what? It's a white sparkle. Andrew's all-time favorite card. Take a look I do at love that. Optic. I think Optic is, is one of the nicest. I, I, hate when they do. I can't see it. Pull it up for everybody. I can't see. Why, why did they do that? Why Why did they take, like, Panini sometimes really corny about how they do things. Like, White Sparkle <laughs> was a prism thing, right? Why, why, why plug it into Optic, too? I do mean, you know what I'm pe- people, people love the White Sparkle. You're a perfect example. Anyway, if this was, if this was a prism, or anything else. Think of what it would be selling for. Optic has not got pricing anywhere near Prism. And if you look at the prices of Josh Allen's cards leading into the season, they're all significantly higher than this. I think there's 10 PSA 10s. There's just one to take a look at if you want to get in on the Josh Allen market and you want an alternate type of play here. Um, You know, people do like White Sparkle. You're just not one of them. Well, I, I have a, a lot of problems with this. For one, this isn't a numbered card. Two, White Sparkle is supposed to be at a prison release. But three, PSA 1 of 10. So if there's already 10 PSA 10s, and Optic's not an easy grade, how can you really say that White Sparkle's SSP? Like, I mean, it's a great question. It's a great question. Hey, did you see the story about the Mac Jones that got sold by a 13-year-old kid? Yeah. That got so pulled cute. in a break? What'd you, what do you think of that story? Good for him. I'm happy for the kid. I think it's a terrible Why? investment, but I'm happy for the kid. It's a terrible investment for who? The person who bought it for $100,000? It doesn't feel like, okay, best case scenario goes to two hundred. Okay, it's sold in the same week by the person who bought it for hundred for one seventy five. Did you know that? The person okay. bought he it for hundred and immediately flipped it, it for one seventy five. Immediately okay. flipped it for one seventy five. I kind of feel bad for the kid. I mean, as bad as you can feel for a kid who's standing there with a stack of $100,000. No, no. Yeah, he got, he got off good. I, I think, I'm okay with that. I think everyone wins in that scenario. So pull up for me 2020 for the- Mac Jones. 2020 Mac Jones. Now, yes, I said that correctly. 2020 Mac Jones. 
what is the only way you could have a Mac Jones XRP. card in 2020? Close. XRP is Ripple. That's XRP, which is a, a crypto. XRC. XRC. XRP is the ticker for Ripple. Um, if you guys know, guys know our buddy Bro Namath, he, he gets off to these. He loves these. XRC, but it's not just an XRC. First of all, it's a redemption, guys. When Andrew pulls it up, you'll see. But it is a oh. 2020 select for 2021 XRC gold redemption. Gold redemption. There you go. Look at this. Isn't that amazing? It's a nice So this was card. a re- redemption in last year's product. Uh, we opened one of these as a break for folks on Super Bowl Sunday. And somebody hit a Herbert Silver, which was nice. But it has redemptions interspersed for the next year's class. And this wasn't just a redemption for Mac Jones. This is Mac Jones Gold out of 10. Everybody knows what gold's all about, right? I would have four of these right now in the PSA pop. Yep. So this is a Mac Jones Gold XRC from the 2020 pro- uh, uh, product line in select. Real nice card. And when you think about his gold prism selling for a hundred nay, one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars, this one's sitting at thirty-eight hundred bucks. Mac Jones, just one of those value propositions that we like to bring to you, you know, on the weekly auction. And I mean, you can't go wrong with Mac Jones presently because he has a huge following, and you can't go wrong with gold. Everybody who's anybody's telling you to buy gold, buy gold. And something to keep in mind with these XRCs. Because they're redemptions, they're going to technically grade better, right? You know, the company's yep. going to protect. They're going to make sure they send you a nice-looking card. Chances are 80% of the XRCs that are redemption sending back, I'm assuming, get mm-hmm. tens. Is that fair? Like, right around, I would assume they have a higher gem rate. Yeah. I mean, you would, you would like to think, right? They're not even in packs. They're just being right. mailed directly to you. Right? With the so Panini sticker, them. right? Yep. So you'd and you could sit All right, so. And- yeah, no, you send it right in, right? And you can send it right in in that classic. You don't have to take it out, right? I think that's what you're about to say. Yeah. Um, I'm getting excited because I want to know your thoughts before I tell you the card. Prism Gold Rookie Auto version doesn't get the love of the Prism Gold regular because people like it's sort of like Bowman Chrome First Auto but top space regular. People like the RPAs for, the, for their autos, but their golds they only like as their Prism base. Talk to me about that. Can we pause though on that? Like things sure. change, right? Like things do change. Yeah. The market does change. Like just because this is how we collect now, like I was, as you're talking about that optic, I didn't know you were going white sparkle cage, but yeah, <laughs> I, I think there's an opportunity for optic to, to even out the score in a 10 year time frame with prism. Maybe. I think it's a difficult grade. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful design. It has a lot of more originality and look, Prism, all the years sort of kind of blend together. I mean, I think 2015 is a little bit different. So with the autos, I mean, I think I saw on alt there was a Steph Curry uh, gold auto PSA 10 from 2013. And that was like a $20,000 card. But you have a Steph Curry gold from 2012, which also is in his rookie year. That one, with no auto, that's a two, in a PSA 10, that's a two, three hundred thousand dollars card. Yep. I don't understand that. And I don't. All right. So stick with we're, that. We're I very like narrative-driven. I'll go back to the auto versus regular in a second, but stick to your optic. Pull up for me, stick Joe Burrow. Stick your optic. 2020 optic Burrow. Joe Burrow. Now, this is a really cool one, guys. If Andrew's right about, about optic, what would a gold or, you know, or, or you name it. So, so this is an orange, um, orange optic contenders rookie auto color match, right? The pop four in PSA 10. Take a look at this. Panini Contenders Optic Orange Wait. Joe Burrow Rookie Auto. 
Hold up, hold up, because I, I pulled something else up here. Give me a sec. That one. Which one? This one right here? The PSA 10. Card number 101. No, no. The, there is a, it's, it's a, it's the um, 2020 Panini Contenders Optic Orange Joe Burrow out of 50. Okay, because this is the paper one. This is another really nice one. This is a 10-10. 10-10, right? I mean, yeah. we've seen the 10-10s of, like, National Treasures. We've seen... He, but this he, is the one you're talking about. This 10, is the 10, shot. Nice. Yes, this version. is exactly the contender's optic version, right? So you've got two options here. You got a 10-10 of the paper, and you got a this is a color match, right? He's Bengals, orange, numbered out of 50. Right? There are four of these. Optic contenders, the ticket out of 50. You know, the, the Brady ones out of a hundred that sells for seven figures. If if you're on the burrow bandwagon, look at this card. It's gorgeous. Orange. What about Four this one, Cage? I know this is a number. I like that one, too. That, this is a 10-10. Oh, yeah, it's 10-10. You just don't know how many of them are out there. I mean, obviously, you can take the look at the pop report. I love this card also. I think this card's gorgeous. And then I think there's some guy. Burrow. That's nice also. There's some Burrow. There's some real nice Burrow ticket options here. All right, so back to – and I'm almost done here. I don't have too many cards here. Uh, back to that gold versus, um, you know, auto versus base. Do me a favor. This might be the time. If you're a believer, and I know Andrew's not, put in 2018 Prism Trey. Trey. Gold. I know you're not a believer, but a lot of people are. I was actually right? going to say, we just had Jem Radar before this. He's going to, uh, our buddy Ryan, you guys are going to love this episode. It's going to air Monday. So not optic on this. 2018 Prism Gold Trey. Prism Gold. I, I think Garland, we talk a little bit about Garland. I think Garland is a better play than, than Trey. But that could be crazy. So Trey's cards are beat up a little bit this year. No people don't go for the gold auto. Look at this card. This is the rookie gold. What what would a BGS 9-5 of his base gold go for? 10 times this? 20 times this? Because and you have pet, right look now at the little pet hair. One of four. What we're looking at here now, guys, is BGS 9-5 with a 10 auto. Gold number five of ten. Rookie auto of Trey. Only 10 of these out there. $5,000. It's just one of those things that I looked at because, you know, Panini, Prism, Brand, Gold. It checks so many buckets. Uh, so many so many baskets. Checks so many boxes. Um, people just don't love the Gold auto. Maybe because it's a sticker auto. I, 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 but it gets a point where, all right, if his Gold base is $100,000 or whatever it might be, $50,000. I don't even know what it's at. This is a fraction of the price. It's still the same release, and this one has an auto on it. So, you know, it gets to a point where maybe you're now looking at an opportunity to buy a card that doesn't come up that often um, when his market is depressed and no one's looking for this because everybody's busy looking for quarterbacks. This might be my favorite card in the auction. You ready? Yes. 2008 SPX Kobe. Just type that for me. 2008 SPX Kobe. Now, wait till you who, see this. Who, who owns SPX Cage? It's Upper Deck. Upper Deck. If you are a Laker fan, look, go by highest, please. Look at the triple auto of Kobe, Jerry West, and Kareem. Look at this Laker franchise autograph. Isn't that amazing? $1,725. That, that it's all it's at right now. $1,725. I know it's stickers, but you've got Kareem, Jerry West, and Kobe. 
all on one card with a BGS 9.5 and 10 autos for all of them. That's an amazing card. If you're if you're a Laker collector, like this reminds me of a very Yankee guy. You know, maybe you got Mickey Mantle and throw in like uh, Jeter, and maybe they throw. Uh, I don't even know. I don't want to. I don't want to insult any of these three guys. They're all greats. I don't want to throw like an Aaron Judge on there, but you know, yeah, Jeter, Mattingly, and these guys. I mean, you know, this is Hall of Famers. These are top players. You're already on the twelve dollar bargains. I Andrew love the bargain. We've lost them. We've lost them, folks. He found well, the twelve dollar bargain. You, you remember how people used to do like the dollar bargain bins? Mm-hmm. I I sort of think with all these little with all these auction houses popping up, like the fifty dollar bargain bins are incredible. Hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent, and I don't show them because that's your bargain. Last yeah. one I wanted to chat about, I, just really love quick, guys. Man, I you don't like have to show with this. You don't have to pull a picture of this up. So there's the the tops east west Michael Jordan Kobe Bryant uh, BGS. You know the way they were on each side, right? And it's it is a BGS ten pristine black label. Don't see those things too often. So iconic card. It's got, you know, the East-West. It's got Jordan on the front, Kobe on the back, black label. There are two, two of those cards, okay? Not it's PSA a black 10. label? Yes, sir. Kobe, East-West Jordan. Take a look. It's uh, a cool 1998 card. tops. Pull it up for a sec. Let everybody get the benefit of it on YouTube. Tops or Tops Chrome? This one here is Tops, I think. Throw it up. Wow. That's I mean, it's obviously it's a shiny card, but look at that. 2100 bucks BGS 10 Jordan insert. East-West Kobe, early Kobe. You know, Kobe third year. It's such a gorgeous card. Do you think it would be more money than that? A thousand percent. This is super cool. You know what I mean? Super and then the last cool. one, guys, if you're a Tiger guy, I'll throw some golf in there. There's, I mean, early career Tiger auto. Um, it's 05 SP Authentic Sign of the Times. You know, that's a sign of the times, the, you know, SOT. Um, you know, the, Jordan has those. There's, there's a lot of sign of the times autos. It's a well-known, you know, um, um, you know, autograph set they do. But this is a BGS 9.5 Gem Mint Tiger Woods single auto, 10 auto. And it's, it's sitting at only $1,200 right now. A real nice car, real nice autograph Tiger. Uh, Tiger's not leaving. He's staying at the PGA. You know, we're having some fun there. So, guys, that's all the cards I saw. There are plenty of cards in, in PWCC. And I'm going to take a second because we, we our next PWCC um, episode will be next week. I'll bring this up again. But, guys, the, the premiere auctions on Thursday, it, it is amazing. The cards are on there from the Luca RPA. I mean, just, just, just some, some real, real monster cards in there. Um, and usually when there's that many monster cards, something is a bargain. So you're into premiere, take a look at that one. That's not what we're talking about here today. Last stuff I, I like to remind folks, and we'll keep it kind of short, is check out that Power Buyer feature that we just used. Um, it'll show you cards like that, Rod Carew. There's a bunch of Pokemon cards that are a Power Buyer. If you just click on that and then you know sort however you want, cheapest, most expensive, by year, however it is, it'll be cards that currently right now are not bid anywhere near their appraisal value. It looks like bargains, basically. Also, take a look at the ones when you click Flash. Those are the ones that were entered into this auction as late as this yep. past Wednesday, only a couple of days old. They might not have got the bids yet, the eyeballs, you name it, that the other cards that were put in earlier would have gotten. I like to remind you guys of that all the time. I love going on the PWCC auction because of just the, the sortability of it. And you see what Andrew just did? You will go in there looking for a card. You'll go in there looking for something, and the card next to it will be like, whoa, what about this one? Look at all these burrows. Look at this Kobe bargain. It's Two fun. It's like going to a card up. show. Shoot. This is the season when so the last two years, big money won. You know, only a few only a few of us could buy a Mickey Mantle PSA now. 
And when I say a few of us, it's not me. But <laughs> in a down market, yeah. <laughs> there's this is when you win, in my opinion. This is when you could put on the, that work. You could stay up for an extra three hours, and you could find bargains when people aren't bidding. Second thing is something I'm watching. As we near national, right? This is the last premiere before national. What are people going to do? Are they going to bid, or are they going to hold their cash back in anticipation of the show? Right, national's the end of month, right? So it's probably one more premiere. Do you think so? Yeah, Nationals the twenty seventh of July. Yeah, and it's one a month, right? So the June one is going to be the first, the only one that closes. If you bid in the premiere, you're not going to get your cards. You're not going to be able to bring. Oh them yeah, you probably won't have them in hand. You're yeah, yeah you're right, you're right. You so might not so be able what to are what are you doing? And I don't know. I'm genuinely curious. I'm just more observing and watching and seeing how it plays out. I like it. Listen, the national timing is crazy. I mean, I would, if I were, you know, just throwing it out there, I'd be looking at those borough cards. I'd be looking at football cards. I think football right. is going to be huge at national. I really do. Um, it's I think one of those where you could buy now and have a higher trade value even if you're playing that game. Um, oh, a lot of our members are actually new PWCC customers. So um, take advantage of a lot of the features that isn't just bidding. So, like, they have vaulting. And something that's super cool is – if you have some high-value cards and you want to protect it and insure it, you could send them to PWCC, and if you want to auction them off, you get a cash advance feature. If you don't want to auction them off, if you don't want to auction them off, yeah, you don't want to auction them off, who's that? You can't, Is that cold? We're, get, we're getting, no, we're getting our air conditioner fixed. Oh, okay. If you don't want to auction them off, what you can do is, after they're curated, you could get a loan for 50, 60, 70% of the value. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. So think about it. If you go into national, for example, you could have all of your cards sent there that you don't want to bring to national. You could get 20, 50, 60% of the value in a loan. You could get that money and now you have capital to go spend and your cards are safe and sound. So it's there's um take advantage of the full suite, I guess, of products that PWCC offers. They're not just they're very members. helpful. They're very helpful. I'll tell a quick story and then we'll end it. Sure. I bought Ian a coin for his birthday on Tuesday and I bought it early. I bought it in the middle of May and I, my eBay was defaulted to send it to the PWCC vault. And I emailed them and I'm like, guys, this is the wrong thing. Just send it back to me. Like we got it. You know, we got it. We got, we got, we got to find it. We got to anyway, long story short, they found it. They gave it to me. They FedExed it to me and we got it. And he was able to get it on his birthday. You know, you just reached out and asked. You know what I mean? It's there's people there like like every place else. You know what I mean? So and they're helpful. Same thing. If you're new bidder, you have questions, you can reach out to us. You can reach out to those guys. You know they'll respond. And and if you guys are playing in like the five, six, seven figure cards or even four figure, reach out to Eric Myers. Reach out. He's uh he's one of the he he works for them. He he's one of the best resources that I've had in the, in the space except for you, Cage. To learn the markets, um, so he's, he reach out to him. If you he'll help you send cards in. Once you send cards in, he'll be your rep. There, there's so much you could do with it. So couldn't speak more highly of that team and what they're building. Right. Peace. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Now ah, you know what. Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.